so I started this podcast last year. The worst year ever. I think most people would agree. 2020. And then I got nervous about putting my personal information online and talking about things that are sensitive. Um, just in my situation with everything going on. And I would accidentally say real names and stuff. And I mean... Anyone who knows me, it's pretty obvious who I am. Um, I also wasn't sure how much detail and stuff that I want to get into just because my children could hear this one day. But I've continually been encouraged to do this. And I can do it while I'm doing my other new hobby, which is crafting of all sorts. And... Honestly, it was kind of therapeutic, just even because I don't want to write in a diary. I mean, it's almost the same thing. Um, I don't even know where to begin anymore. There's so much to tackle, and it seems overwhelming a lot. and I'm going to be saying, um, oh, and making lots of mistakes. And I have no idea how to edit anything. I don't even know how to edit photos or Facetune or any of that crap. I'm just, that's just not my thing. Uh, so bear with me as I start over and try and get the kinks out. And excuse me, I'm just casually taking, casually doing other things like taking Tums right now. Um, So yeah, anyway, where to begin? It has been, hold on, sentimental mag, almost 10 months, 10 months this month, since I lost my husband to suicide, and I have come to such a different understanding, opinion, uh, outlook on suicide and mental health than I did 10 months ago. I feel as if there is a stigma about that suicide is selfish, etc. Uh, that's what most people say. Like, how could you be so selfish? How could you do that to the people you love? And I did have those thoughts in the beginning. I really, I did. I, I was never mad. Um, let's say his name is Scott. I was never mad at Scott for what he did. It was just, it was disbelief. That's how I can describe it. I don't know if I would have been angry if I wasn't the one who found him. I don't know if that would have made it worse or, well, it wouldn't have made it better. That's for sure. Um, I don't really see how it can make it worse either. I don't, I don't think it, it's irrelevant. However, I, I know that I know that I was never mad. I, I remember, God, I have flashbacks every single day of that moment. Oh, and it's, when I'm talking about it like this, it's painful because I'm getting into it and I'm feeling it. But when I have a flashback during the day, I can get through that because I can direct my mind elsewhere and think about 
the peaceful goodbye I was able to say to him and how amazing he looked the last time I saw him and not focus on the worst memory image ever. But I think finding him has contributed to like this can't be real feeling and that feeling is slowly 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 and emphasis on the slowly because there's no timeline here grief is not on a timeline nor is it five stages it's no timeline it's it's forever honestly and it's 60,000 different stages times 10 and and, like it's it's innumerable and it's undescribable to be honest it's just something you have to live with and adjust to and then continually adjust to because it hits you in different ways all the time at different times times you won't expect times you do expect times where it's really inconvenient (laughs) that's usually when it hits me but I will say the permanence, 10 months out, finally set in at about eight or nine months when I had to celebrate our kid's first birthday without their dad. I've been crying all day, I'll be honest, like all, all freaking day over a bunch of random stuff, but mostly... I just miss him. I, it's Mother's Day this weekend, and we don't, we never gave a fuck about Hallmark holidays. Like, we'd get each other a card. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't follow the crowd. We really didn't. And, uh, but of course, this is going to be my first one without him. And I do not enjoy being a parent without him. It's so hard being a single parent and not a co-parent a single parent there's a difference co-parenting must be very hard as well and I'm not taking that away from anybody especially people who have like a toxic co-parent or narcissistic co-parent or just a bad situation that's that's terrible too that's I'm, I'm never Side note, I'm never comparing pain or trying to minimize anyone else's or make mine seem worse or get sympathy, etc. I'm just, it's different. However, pain is the one thing that connects us all. We all have it in common. And I don't know about you, but who sets the bar for pain? Some people's pain tolerance is higher than others. So who's to say that my situation hurts more than someone else's situation. Of course I'm going to think that, oh my gosh, mine's the worst and and this and that. But there are worse situations out there. And I remember when someone I'm friends with, really great person, told me about her situation and I was beside myself. It was heart-wrenching I'm I'm honestly I've been crying all day and now I'm gonna cry thinking about her like I would have never known had she not told me and so I want to make it clear that 
this is no comparison culture in this area. I don't compare. Everyone is going through shit. Everyone's going through pain. It's unfortunately the one thing that every fucking human has in common. So I just never want anyone to feel like I'm sitting here like woe is me or a victim because I'm not. Um, I'm hoping that I can just educate people on the full circle of what this is like, what suddenly being a single parent feels like, what red flags I've ignored countless times until I finally learned my lesson, what mistakes I've made, what things I'm proud of, what things I feel like I've done right or feel like I need improvement on. And hopefully, I mean, if one person benefited from this, I would be pleased. If one person took something I had to say to heart and it helped them, that would make my entire life. I've always wanted to help people. I was going to go back to school to be a nurse, but I have a good job right now, so I just don't see that in the cards for me, especially with COVID and stuff. I'm happy that I work from home, don't have to wear a mask, and props to every healthcare worker. Love you all. Keep doing what you're doing. You're amazing. Um, And everyone else, everyone who's (laughs) surviving these days. So... Anyway, back to the the permanent set-in when uh, it's my daughter's seventh birthday and he wasn't there. I I luckily have video footage from right after she was born and it was a very surreal feeling to know that the person I made this human with is... I can't ever talk to him again. I can't ask him, what the fuck should I do about this? And we would always joke that... You know, we, neither of us knew what we were doing, but at least we didn't know what we were doing together. And now I'm just, I have no idea what I'm doing and I miss my partner in raising our kids. It's so hard. We would laugh when like things would get bad sometimes and we would just laugh and be like, well, I don't know, we're doing the best we can. You know, when it was, we were a team. We really were killing it with the parenting thing. He was such a good dad. He really was. And I really hate that he... One of the last things he said to me was, don't remind the kids of me. Or you don't, or you don't need to remind the kids of me. And in, in another note he wrote, I truly do love the kids. I just feel like they'll be better off. I know that if he could see me right now, and see the last couple months that he wouldn't have done it. He wouldn't have never done that to them. But where he was at mentally, he really believed that. And I'm really sad that I didn't see it. And I'm I'm really trying not to torture myself with going back and the what ifs and what I should have noticed, what I should have done better. Because the past is the past is the past. It's, it doesn't exist anymore. And that's not going to help me. It's just going to keep me in a place of pain. I'm going to be in pain for fucking forever. And I know that.
Okay, I'm still trying to get used to this app, and someone called me, and it interrupted the episode. I didn't know where it left off. I don't know how to, like, add to that one. So, anyway, I'll keep this. That was, like, 12 minutes. I'll keep it. I'm going to try to keep this one relatively short. Of course, I just take a sip of soda and one of my news. Story of my life. Just kidding. Anyway, um, I was saying, like, I know I'm going to be in pain forever. And I've had to accept that. Because it's not like it's just going to go away one day. It's not like I'm going to get over the fact that I don't have him in my life anymore. Or that my kids will later understand more and be asking a lot of questions. It's, 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 It's my new reality. And, yeah, it fucking sucks. At the same time, because I try not to say the word but, because, in my opinion, everything before it. Um, at the same time, I'm, I'm hoping that he's at peace. I'm not mad. I understand a lot more about him, about his life, about why he did what he did, and all I want to gain from this is to make someone else feel, prevent, prevent, sorry, prevent someone from feeling the way he felt. I don't know if he, if it was a mistake, I mean, there were attempts before, four attempts before this one, um, so, I mean, he had definitely tried and gotten very close multiple times. I don't know if this last time was a mistake or not. I, I want to convince myself it was. Like, at the last second, I've been listening to other podcasts about people who survive and... Excuse me. Side note. They survived attempting suicide. I would never refer to myself. This is my personal choice and opinion. Um, if you disagree, respectfully disagree, thank you. Um, I will never refer to myself as a survivor of suicide because I didn't want to outlive him. I didn't survive this. I didn't choose this. He didn't survive. And I'm not going to identify with something, a survivor or an identity regarding all of this because that just puts you back it how are you supposed to move forward if you you call yourself a survivor of suicide i i don't understand and i know there's groups and people that really rely on that heavily and you know that's how they support each other but i don't think i don't want it to it's not going to encompass me it doesn't define me i'll punch someone in the fucking face if they call me a widow that's not who i am it's it happened to me yes absolutely Unfortunately, I'd do anything in the world to change it. Anything. I'd sell my fucking soul to the devil. I would do anything. I can't think of anything I wouldn't do to reverse this. I would never wish this on... I wouldn't even wish this on, like, Hitler. I can't even... Because I, I don't really truly hate anyone. Um, maybe, like, literally one person. But... Um, And even still, if that person, like, 
apologize to me. It'd probably be a sucker and forget them. Uh, but I wouldn't wish this on fucking anyone. And now I just got sidetracked thinking about the person that I, I don't hate. I don't hate her at all. Actually, I miss her. It's sad. I'm such a pushover. But anyway, I don't. I don't identify with the a victim mentality. I don't. This isn't defining me. What I want to define me is that I used my pain for something productive. That's what I want to define me. So. I feel like I've always felt like I've had a purpose that I didn't know about, or like. I'm. I'll be honest. I mean. I grew up with, my dad was controlling as fuck. And then I married someone that was controlling as fuck. Like, and I can get into more detail about that at another time, but also I'm trying to figure out how much I want to say on here and such. But... This is going to happen sometimes, too. Where I have PTSD, and I literally just forget things immediately. Like, right... In, it's the most inconvenient times. Like, I have no idea what I was just talking about. And I'm 100% sober right now. Like, I live on... Everybody's like, how do you look so in shape? Oh, I live on the third floor, and every single time I run upstairs, I forget what I came up here for. Like, I need, like, a life alert necklace. Someone send help. Anyway, uh... No, I was talking about victim mentality and such, and no, I, oh, I've always felt like I've had a purpose of helping people. That's kind of what I want to do, like be a nurse, but I don't think that's my calling. I feel like I've been through so many different things, and I really want to reach younger people who haven't gone through some of this stuff and tell them to run when it's not normal, don't ignore red flags, look for green flags, don't accept things that aren't okay, you don't have to, There, you have options, the world is not ending just because this, this, and this, you're not stuck, you're not alone, those are feelings and not facts, emotions are not facts, feelings are not facts, and they will pass. So, I've learned a lot this year, and a lot I'd like to share, and I'm going to try, keyword, try to be consistent. I just went back to work full-time, and I need to give that, obviously, my best effort, but I really, really, really want to make something good out of what happened to him because and people may beg to differ and respectfully you can you, everyone is entitled to their own opinion if you don't like mine stop listening simple as that I'm not looking to argue with anyone if i did i would have a facebook and talk about politics But something good must come from this much amount of pain 
Or what's the point? What's the fucking point in keeping going? When something happens, instead of saying, why me? Why did this happen? Why does my life suck so much? All that kind of stuff. I have forced myself to adapt the mindset and I can thank Tony Robbins and neuro-linguistic programming and lots of those books for this kind of mindset. But um, instead of like, why did this happen to me? Why or why is someone treating me like that? Or why, 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 why me? I'm now operating on a, what can I learn from this? What can I take from this? What can I do with this? Where can I go from here? One important thing, and this is what I'm going to end on, is our brains lie to us constantly. Our brains are also like computers. Input shit, output shit. Ask yourself better questions. Guess what? Your brain's going to come up with better answers. If you ask yourself, why me? Why did this have to happen? Why did this person hurt me? Why, 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 why? Your brain's going to give you answers to those questions, whether they're true or not. But if you focus on what and where you can go, what you can do, where you can go, that's propelling you forward in such a powerful way. So I want to end on that because I think that's a really powerful statement. And it's a very easy... Okay, it's not easy, but it's something you can practice. The next time you kind of feel sorry for yourself or something bad happens, instead of asking yourself why, what, ask yourself what can I take from this? So what can I take from this podcast? That hopefully I'll reach somebody in their time of need and hopefully people will come to better understandings about the importance of taking care of your mental health, especially in today's society and being kind to yourself and forgiving yourself and forgiving others. So with that being said, I'm going to try to make another episode tomorrow because I won't have the kids for a little bit. And I'm going to try and actually write out things I want to talk about. So I'm not just rambling. And it says I have 110 plays. Like, I have no idea who's listening to this. So, if I don't know if there's a way to reach me on this app. If you can message me, message me. I'm curious. Or if you have any topics you want me to talk about or you need to talk to someone, um, please reach out. I'm here. And hopefully... You know, I'll get some people listening and be able to tell a story that will somehow make a change somewhere. Maybe that change will make a ripple effect. And with that, it's 10 o'clock. I'm tired. (laughs) And good night, everyone, or the few people who are listening right now. And I'll be back soon. I kind of want to be dedicated to this because I feel like it's important. So I'm going to do my best. All right. Good night, everyone.